0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Transfix Take podcast, where we are performance-driven. Each week, we deliver news, insights, and trends for shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. All right, Mays, always a pleasure talking to you about freight. How's it going?
1: Hey, Jenny. Glad to be back with you again this week to talk more freight.
0: You know it. We've got a lot of road to cover in this week's update. So what's top of mind for you, Mays?
1: As we continue our drive through May, this week not only marks the International Road Check Week, but also the start of the West Coast Port Labor Union contract agreements.
0: That's right, Mason, This could impact the entire industry as we saw with the port closures a lot earlier this year. So what do we got?
1: That's right, Jenny. Last week, we witnessed produce freight start to impact the spot market as spot rates rose in most of the southeast coastal region. Overall, we saw a slight rise in spot rates nationally but not enough for drivers to combat the rise in fuel costs.
0: OK, let's zoom out for a quick second here, because Maze, for the last three weeks, we've been talking about how the spot market is gradually swinging in a carrier's favor. And while that is great news, it is still gradual, and we're not talking about a major swing. And I think that could be a culmination of a couple of things. It could be produce season. It could be the shippers preparing for um, possible port closures. It could also be International Road Check which is happening right now as we speak. But what else have we got? produce continues
1: to be off to a slow start and will likely continue to be less impactful than we've seen in past years. One of the main causes here is that Florida has seen lower produce volume due to oranges and corn underperforming. Still, Georgia and the Carolinas have seen an increase which has shown the rise in spot rates and capacity issues for shippers last week.
0: But We got to keep a close eye on that because tangerines, oranges and corn are a big staple for upcoming barbecues, especially ahead of Memorial Day and July 4th.
1: Though, Georgia and Carolinas have seen an influx in overall volume due to produce, which is one of the leading indicators on why we saw spot rates rise and capacity issues for shippers last week. As we continue rolling through this week, we will most likely see the spot market pick up even more steam than last week with more freight available and higher rates as we enter the international road check
0: week. Oh, yeah, it'll be definitely interesting to see what numbers look like next week when we start observing how it impacted the market.
1: Over the past four weeks, the load to truck ratio has increased in the spot market. With rates on the rise in the south, west and southeast, this pattern will only continue. Shippers are likely to struggle with capacity throughout the country, especially during these 72 hours. Our carriers have an opportunity to carry the pricing power through Memorial Day weekend. But they will be faced with challenges this year due to the softened market.
0: All right, and I guess we've got to talk about fuel since it's top of everyone's mind. It's somehow crept back up to $5 in the New York uh, City region. So I'm curious to know, I mean, and that just goes for me filling up my car. What have we got on the trucker's end?
1: That's right, Jenny. Fuel is not only an issue for everyday consumers, but it's a big issue for truck drivers right now as fuel continues to mask the true impact of the loosening spot capacity. Rising fuel costs have been a mainstay concern in the headlines for weeks. A pain fell in the pockets of all consumers, as you pointed out. With spot rates declining and fuel prices surging, the impact of fuel cost alone could drive capacity out of the market or at least shift drivers back to larger fleets.
0: For small fleets and owner-operators, this is such a huge hit to their overhead costs that was completely unexpected for 2022. I mean, we were seeing upwards of $1,000 to fill up a tank for a truck, and it is certainly not the same as consumers. Consumers are probably filling up their cars maybe, what, once a month, if that. I mean, if you're not driving every day, but think about truck drivers. They're likely filling up their trucks probably one to two times a week. That's a huge cost.
1: As FreightWaves Waves pointed out in a recent article, the East Coast is currently witnessing the lowest diesel inventory on record. The Department of Energy shows the average price of a gallon of diesel on the East Coast at $5.90. That is up 63% from the beginning of just this year. If inflation did not impact consumer spending already, the continued rise in diesel cost could worsen inflation.
0: And I don't know about you, Mays, but the conversation does not feel to be a national one when it comes to the rising fuel costs, especially over this week. It could just be me, but I do think that there's something that needs to be done because if we don't curtail this, like you said, inflation is going to get worse. And this could mean a potential shutdown for a lot of owner-operators, which we do not want to see.
1: Diesel does power industries from agriculture to manufacturing, not just our cars. A potential diesel shortage could bring an entirely new supply chain crisis we have not recently experienced. Even though the spot market saw a slight tightening last week, spot capacity overall continues to be relatively loose. However, because spot rates are well under most contract rates, shippers are pushing more freight into the spot market. The gap between spot and contract rates is only widening.
0: It's definitely going to be an interesting summer as we're just heating up. It's it's the summer of freight, right? It always is. But what we're going to start to see are changing behaviors in shippers that have learned from last year and even a couple of months ago and carriers that are going to stand their ground. But we won't really know until we're in it, right, Mays?
1: That's true, Jenny. No one has a crystal ball on what's going to happen next and how the rest of this year, let alone the future, will play out. The crystal ball is pretty cloudy at this point, I'd say.
0: And we can only hope that it'll get a little clearer over the next week or so. But I guess the question remains, could this cause a particularly volatile market as we approach Q3, Q4 for the end of the year ahead of the holiday season? What do you think, Maze?
1: Definitely could, especially when we flip back to input issues. China reopening could come with a possible tidal wave of imports and multiple other potential bottlenecks. This could not only cause more volatile markets later in the year, but also speed up the traditional pricing power exchange between carriers and shippers. This cycle is one of the most persistent hurdles the industry faces and must overcome, with a global solution that works and improves efficiency for each party. Capacity has grown a lot in the past year, and even as the truckload market started to loosen, capacity continued to grow. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, April alone saw the largest increase in truck transportation jobs since 2019. We currently have a larger pool of truck drivers than we did before the pandemic started. So even though I think the market could heat back up with potential bottlenecks later this year, we as an industry are certainly more prepared for it with the capacity we continue to add. But we need to make sure a down spot market does not drive this capacity back out.
0: Okay, and I guess let's close it off with a topic that seems to be looming right over our heads. There's talks about a freight recession. There's been talks about it for weeks. What do we think, Mays?
1: Freight recession, that is right, Jenny. Freight recession has been a major talking point in the industry. And is it too soon to call it? Or are we in a freight recession?
0: I think that depends on who you ask. But since you're still listening, why don't we ask you, Mays? You're the expert.
1: I believe it is a little too soon. A knee-jerk reaction is never good. We are seeing improved contract compliance through routing guides and shipwright network efficiency improvement with the reduction of bottlenecks and the need of expedited freight. Looking at Sonora's driver and tender volume index adjusted for rejections, volume in the market is down, but not by much. At Transfix, we see a significant volume taken through contract agreements that allow carriers and shippers to operate more efficiently. Lengths of haul continue to drop as shippers can navigate supply chains smarter with fewer bottlenecks and less urgency. This ultimately allows more capacity to enter the market by using equipment more efficiently.
0: Well, as we drive right into summer, we'll keep a close eye on whether or not there is a freight recession happening and all of the other things that we've talked about today. Fuel rising costs, ocean negotiations, and and all of the above. With that, have a great rest of your week, and remember, drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change.